0: You're listening to
1: PetLifeRadio.com. It's Tuesday, February 5th, 2013. Canine Nation is a regular feature column that runs on the Life as a Human online magazine. Life as a Human features articles about what it means to be human, the good, the bad, and the enlightening. This column explores what it means to be human in our relationship with dogs. You can find it at lifeasahuman.com. To get directly to Canine Nation, go to caninenation.lifeasahuman.com. A complete archive of all the Canine Nation articles can be found there. Hi, I'm Eric Brad. Canine Nation is about learning, understanding, and living successfully with our dogs. Modern animal training techniques based on behavioral science can produce amazing results in working with our dogs. Whether your dog is a loved family member or a working dog, a canine athlete, or a trusted companion, positive training techniques based on science can help you enjoy a more productive and fun relationship with your dog. Join us as we explore the many facets of living with our dogs and taking a fresh look at how we work with them. Whether it's taking a closer look at everyday issues we share with our dogs, or busting long standing myths about training and dog behavior, I hope you find something useful in each of the Canine Nation articles. We're glad you're with us. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact.
0: Fantastic deals for our listeners. Go to PetcoDeals.com and get $6 off your order of $60 or more and up to 40% off hundreds of items at Petco. PetcoDeals.com But but that's not all. Are you
1: talking to me? Life
0: Radio (laughs) listeners. Try Audible.com now and get your first 30 days of Audible Listener Gold Membership plan free. And get a free audiobook. Choose from over 100,000 titles. To get this great deal, go to AudibleDeals.com. That's AudibleDeals.com. The new Dyson Animal Backs are powerful bagless upright backings for homes with pets. Air muscle and radio root cyclone technology generates the strongest suction power to powerfully remove dust, dirt, and pet hair from the home or car. Go to DysonDeals.com. DysonDeals.com to order your Dyson Animal Go to PetSmartDeal.com and save up to 30% on awesome gifts for the pets and pet people in your life. Toys, collars, leeches, PetSmart gift cards, treats, and more. Go to PetSmartDeal.com today. P-E-T-S-M-A-R-T-D-E-A-L.com.
1: Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets on Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLiferadio.com. Dog training and distracting rewards. When I'm working with students in my dog training classes, I stress that keeping the dog motivated to learn is the most important part of the job. If your dog isn't interested in working with you, chances are they aren't learning much of what you are trying to teach them. One unfortunate side effect of an uninterested dog is that the human trainer will often get frustrated and try lots of different things to re-engage the dog in the learning process. We move, cheerlead, tease, and we can be quite vocal in our efforts to get the dog to pay attention to us. It's probably best to take a break and rethink how you go about your training if keeping your dog's focus is a frequent problem. Positive trainers can have lots of success in keeping their dogs engaged. There are many dogs that can't wait to work for their rewards. For some dogs it's food, for others it's a game of tug, and for still others, perhaps it's a game of fetch with their ball. There are very few things in dog training more fun for the trainer than being able to deliver lots of rewards to their dog during training. But here's an interesting thought. Can rewards be too rewarding? Can the things we use to encourage behavior in our dogs actually overshadow the things we are trying to teach? Many trainers like to move beyond basic food rewards when using positive reinforcement training. Most dogs find play rewarding, whether that play is chasing a ball, playing tug, or just engaging with their human in a little play wrestling. Used effectively, play can be a great reward for teaching behaviors. One aspect of play that should be considered is that it can be so stimulating that it can actually get in the way of learning. Clearly, the dog enjoys the game, but is the anticipation of that game becoming a distraction? At what point is your dog learning a behavior, and when are they just doing anything at all to get you to play? Play is a very seductive reward to use in training. A dog that enjoys their game is very obvious about it. And let's face it, it's just great watching our dogs have a good time. In fact, It can be so engaging for the trainer to see their dog having fun that it may actually cloud our understanding of just how much learning is going on. We need to keep in mind that the best indicator of our training effectiveness is the behavior that remains after the session is over. British trainer Kay Lawrence points out in her article, When is Distraction a Cue?, that a stimulus, or a prompt, a distraction, and a cue may all be the same thing in different forms. We use distractions to test whether or not our dog can perform a trained behavior in the presence of something they shouldn't be paying attention to. But sometimes that distraction is unintentional. The presence of a ball is distracting to my dog if I'm going to reward her with it in training. If I have the ball where she can see it, she may become preoccupied with watching the ball, or trying to get it, and not focus on what I'm trying to teach her. Many trainers use food in their training. One common form of food training is called lure and reward training. The basic process uses a food treat held in front of the dog as a prompt to get them to move through some desired behavior. The key to using food lures in training is getting rid of the food without losing the behavior. But there is potentially a more detrimental aspect to this type of training. The food itself could be a distraction. In her book Click to Calm, author and dog trainer Emma Parsons recommends the use of a presented food lure to draw the dog's attention away from an unwanted stimulus, such as another dog or scary situation. Stephen Lindsay calls this sampling, priming, in his Handbook of Applied Dog Behavior and Training, Procedures, and Protocols. It is the overwhelming physical response to the scent of food that interrupts the dog's thinking process and focus on the unwanted thing. This same physiological response can work against the trainer who's attempting to do lure and reward training. If the food is held too close to the dog during training, it is quite possible that any learning about what behavior they are doing is being overwhelmed by the scent of the food and the physical response that it produces. Like our play scenario, the dog looks very eager and motivated to work for the food, but what are they actually learning? The lesson here for me is that seeing my dog enjoy herself during training is not really a guarantee that she's learning what I'm trying to teach her. And this is where my advice to my students can get me into trouble. Yes, a motivated dog is necessary in order to be effective in training them. They have to be engaged and in the game, so to speak. But as a trainer, I need to be careful that I am managing all of the stimuli and distractions, including the rewards they are working for, so they don't become overwhelming. It's easy to get caught up in having fun with my dog. It's great to see her having fun, and I want her to enjoy our training time together. But I also have to structure my training program so that I vary my rewards, my approach, and my process so that I can assess exactly how much of what I'm teaching is being absorbed. This might involve changing the rewards from time to time, working for no rewards sometimes, and even introducing new distractions just to see how much of what I've taught has actually stuck with my dog. Not every training session has to be the pinnacle of efficient learning. Sometimes it's better to just go with the flow and make it into a game. There is something to be said for those light work days that end up just being a fun bonding experience for you and your dog. Being a good trainer sometimes means keeping a balance between the challenge of new learning and just having fun. A dog that is eager for rewards will work hard for you. Just don't let the anticipation of those rewards work against you. Until next time, have fun with your dogs. I hope you enjoyed this edition of Canine Nation. You can find the text version of it at caninenation.lifeisahuman.com. Teaching Dogs Effective Learning is the second Canine Nation ebook to be released. It is a collection of essays from the Life as a Human online magazine on how we train and teach our dogs and what we can learn in the process. The book includes introductory notes for each essay, as well as two essays written specifically for this book. Also available is the first Canine Nation ebook, Dogs as They Are, a look at what our dogs are, where they have come from, and how they adapt to our lives. Both books are available in the Canine Nation store in Kindle format, EPUB format for iPads, Kobo, Nook, and other e readers, or a special PDF edition formatted for instructors that includes licensing for reprints for students. Just go to caninenation.ca and click on the store link at the top of the page. You can also find Canine Nation e books in the Amazon store on Apple iTunes, at BookTango.com, and other online booksellers. You can join our discussion about dogs and dog training on Facebook. Just search for Canine Nation to get to our group. You can ask for membership, and we'll add you to our growing family. If you can spread the word about the podcast, or link to our caninenation.lifeisahuman.com page, we would certainly appreciate it. That's it for now. Thanks for listening. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand,
0: only on PetLifeRadio.com.